Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. If you do a fair amount of flying, here is something you don't want to hear when you're cruising along at 30,000 feet. This is your captain speaking. I'm working from home today. I don't think we're to that point yet, but in this crazy age of artificial intelligence, who can say where we are headed? As we learned to our collective horror a couple weeks ago, even the flight attendant's pre-takeoff safety lecture might have to be amended going forward. Ladies and gentlemen, this aircraft is equipped with two emergency exit doors over the wings and an extra door over here on the side that can fly open at any time. If it does, kiss your loved ones goodbye. Well, the sudden loss of cabin pressurization aboard the Alaska Airlines Boeing 737 MAX 9 two weeks ago sucked the air right out of the room. But to everyone's great relief, no humans were sacrificed to the night sky. The terrifying incident reminded me of how commercial aviation has changed over the decades. I don't think I'm romanticizing it when I recall the excitement of flying as a much younger man. There were airlines called Eastern and Capital and Allegheny. Remember Pan Am and TWA? Flying was an adventure, not the test of courage and patience it has become. I recall my first airplane ride. I was a 20-year-old college student traveling to a convention of professional journalists in Missouri to make a case for an undergraduate chapter of the organization at Bowling Green State University. The details of the meeting have faded into the fog of time, but the flight from Toledo to Kansas City and the return home live in my memory as though it happened yesterday. It seems to me the plane was a DC-3, one of the most successful aircraft in aviation history and one of the most innovative during its early years. It was a beautiful aircraft with a streamlined modern look for the time. When parked, the tail of the aircraft sat close to the ground which meant walking up a slight incline when boarding and finding your seat. I wore a coat and a tie on that trip because nearly everyone who flew in the 1960s dressed in attire to match the occasion. I made sure I got a window seat because I didn't want to miss a thing. From that day to this, I always book the window seat when I fly. When others scramble for the convenience of an aisle seat, I don't want it. Occasionally, I end up there against my will because the flight's full. Undeterred, I'll even offer up my aisle seat to the person at the window if he or she would like to trade. Call me crazy, but I'm fascinated by the world passing below. The person on the aisle apparently doesn't share my enthusiasm for the scenery beneath us. We have nothing in common, he and I, unless you count our shared disdain for the middle seat. There should be some kind of reward program for travelers who take the middle seat. Fly in the middle seat 10 times and win a free flight. That sort of thing. If there was a one-time purchase of a lifetime window seat assignment, I'd buy it. Otherwise, the whole flying bus approach to commercial aviation these days keeps me on the ground. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.